friends who are live. We're live. What? Women binge. We're live. It's live, y'all. Um, I know. I'm a little nervous. Are you? I'm kind of nervous too. What if I say something? <laughs> you can't take it back. Say something. I say a lot of things. You know what else I did? I didn't wear socks. Oh, just for our just for friends. the just for all the foot addicts out there. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna put them on. They're right here. That's really sweet. I've also got my pair eyeglasses in case I need them. Yes, and we've got our uh, Hannah Saint Hannah candle ready to light if we need this. We might need her vibes today. But we are all set for our live live. Oh my gosh, they're um, here! I have to talk to you about what I did this weekend real quick before okay. we. Um, everybody, send your questions in. Yeah, put them in the chat. We're looking. Yeah, a little housekeeping Whoa. real quick. That's like a whole novel there. Oh, is there a lot? Yeah. Um, guys, keep sending in your questions and we'll get to them in a minute. But I just want to say a few housekeeping things. We love you all for listening, watching, being a part of our show. Um, and that is the most important thing. Yes. But we also want to ask if you would share it with someone. Tell someone you love about it. Get the word out. Yeah, spread the word. Is that a song? Make up a song. I think no. I just made it up. We'll make it up. You always sing at the beginning of every episode. <laughs> Why do I do that? I love it. I can't I love even it. sing. Our own little theme song. Someday we'll come together with all of it. Um, and also, like, rate and review us if you can, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, support our sponsors. This episode is sponsored by Skims. So if you can support them, just click on their website. Skims. Try some of their stuff. Yeah, we'll that talk really about it more in a little bit. supports us um, and supports our podcasting and make sure we can keep doing it. Which we would really like to do. We really Please. have fun doing this, Please. don't we? Did you, first of all, last week's episode... <laughs> We were shoving food in our mouths. Oh, the comments. I was oh, at 90s Con this weekend, which we'll talk about in a minute. But at 90s Con, a lot of people were like, this week was so funny. <laughs> because we were shoving food in our mouths. Like, it was it was hilarious. It was oh, like, it was so disgusting. It was pretty gross. Um, I had a stomach ache for like two days. Yeah. It's real sugar. sugar hangover. What did we have? We had, we did the so different flavored M&Ms. We did the Peeps. We did... Moon pies. I mean, it was like, if you haven't listened to that one, go back and maybe don't listen to it if you have a problem with sounds. Yeah. Gross, chewy There's sounds. There's a lot of sounds. <laughs> nobody barfed, though. That's good. Yeah. That of was, us, you mean. Yes. Yeah, nobody here barfed. People at home might have from My the house. sounds. I got a few messages that were like, um, please never do that again. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I got people, even our friends this morning we had coffee with, uh, they were like, um, I need a sequel to that one. It was hilarious. So I don't think I've ever laughed so hard, but it was. I lit I got back in the dressing room after this, and I had makeup. like black all down under my eyes. I was like, I've been looking. I know you were like, like you let me time. look like this, but I was like, no, no, no. You wiped it away at one point, and it looked better. But um, but it was. I mean, it was hilarious. We were cracking up. It was. Yeah, I will never ever touch a peep. Again. Fun with food. Ooh, I, I know. Peeps. You and I, I have very peeps. different definitions of fun. We. <laughs> That it was just funny. Anytime I can belly laugh like that, I'm a, I'm a happy girl. Oh, yeah. The laughing was great. So this weekend, though, I was at 90s, you the 90s Con. Con. I didn't get to go with you this time. I know. But for good reason, because you were super busy. And it then was really busy. And then I took off from there. I left a little early. And I went to Disney World to celebrate Tucker's 11th birthday. Which is so and fun. It was fun. But I have never had kind of a hangover from not drinking as I do today. Because 90s Con is a lot. First of all, I was just thrilled to be hanging out with the 90210 folks. Like, oh my gosh. Hanging out with Jenny Garth and Gabrielle Cortez like the whole time. And it was so exciting. And Jenny said to me, it was so fun hanging out with you this weekend. I was like, oh my gosh. Shoot. That's my girl crush of my <laughs> life. And like, I wanted to be her. And the only, when I was doing that show on Nickelodeon, oh, I probably shouldn't even say that. But when I was doing that show that Aren't I filmed in Orlando. You're fighting with them. Yeah. So, yeah. So when I was doing my first TV show, the only thing I would watch was Beverly Hills with the zip code. And so Jenny was like the person I idolized. And so it was so fun to be around them and, and just kind of hang out. Ian Ziering and Brian Austin Green, who I haven't seen since like 1997. And then there was the cast of uh, the house that's very full. And then there was the matter of the family. And then there was boy bands and TLC. So I got to see Chili and T-Boss Did you have to talk like this all weekend? A little bit. We had to do a panel that for my crazy. show about as as so we had Nick Bakai was with us who was a writer on the show as well as a um, played a certain um, feline 
And um, and so when we did our panel, who shall not be named? Yeah, that's what we kept calling it—the show that shall not be named. But he would call it the when I was writing that show about the occult, and like we would we would call it like all kinds of. <laughs> we kept occult. having to, when we were in that room with the cameras pointing at us and the bright lights, and we had to wear weird costumes and do things with um, our fingers that sparkled. Like we had to say very interesting <laughs> sparkle ways around. By the way, guys, in case you're not aware, this is because of the actors and writers strike. We're having to. You know, not promote things that are struck and TV shows and movies are those things. So, um, so yeah, it was, but it was really fun to be around all these amazing different cast members, people I've worked with, Will Fordell, Jason Priestley, Mario Lopez, and all their full casts were there. And so we were having a blast and then went to Disney and without drinking or anything, just riding numerous it's roller like coasters. It's like an energy suck. Oh, eating all the food. You know I love it, but oof. But you feel like an infant again. Like, I feel like, I remember when my kids were really little and the first time they ever went through Disney, just Main Street, right? They're like, lights, music, smells, this is me. And they pass out because, like, yep. the nervous system can't handle it. That was me by Monday. I was like, my nervous system can't handle 90s con and Disney put together. No, and you've not even had a chance to recover yet. No. Because you got home and you hit the ground running again. And here I am. Yeah. Welcome home. I mean, I'm just like, where am I? What's going on? Well, I can tell you where we're not. Let's uh, let's ask some questions. Let's let we're not in the chat. Oh, really? (laughs) Did we get shoved out of the chat? No. Potato chip or tortilla chip? Oh, tortilla chip for sure. I kind of like potato. Really, it's too thin. Okay, it's not satisfying. If we're at a Mexican restaurant, obviously tortilla chip. Yeah, because you have to. But at my own house. They're too thin. It's the same reason I wouldn't eat salsa with a potato chip. Like, they're just too thin. You'd have to have so many of them. They're oh, not satisfying. Do you have to have dip if you have chips? Oh. Yeah, pretty much. Onion oh. dip. Oh, I do love chip. an onion dip. Unless it's a salt and vinegar, then it's fine. Oh, or barbecue. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, you missed out this weekend when um, we we took our friend Hillary mm-hmm. to see Lana Del Rey. And it's at this amphitheater in our hometown in Franklin, actually. It's in a beautiful quarry. It's so beautiful. But it has terrible sound effects. <laughs> I hate to say it. I, I think it sounds amazing. It, it just reverberates. But they make their own barbecue potato chips there. Oh, they do? Oh, my gosh. It's the one, like, snacky snack I have to have when I'm there. I don't know why I live in so Nashville. Good. I'm not a fan of country music. I don't like barbecue. I don't like barbecue sauce. And I'm not a fan of whiskey. Well, you can't so go I'm anywhere, so sorry. kind of living in the wrong place. Not sorry. Favorite fall food or drink? Staying on theme here. I am not a pumpkin spice latte girl, if that's oh, what you're asking. I feel sorry for you. I know. I'm, um, fall, I guess. Oh, apple pie. Is that kind of apples? Because, like, apples, yeah, up north, yeah. we would always go apple. This is the time of year I'd take my boys apple picking. Okay. And we'd always get tons of apples. We get the pies. We get, like, Mark likes a pecan. You need the fritter. Oh, I could do an apple fritter. Is there a fritter? Turnover? Is that just a southern thing, fritters? Um, no, but yeah. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I know about them. It's, it's I don't like know how I know about a donut. Them. A donut. Okay. Yeah. This is fried, right? Yeah. Yeah. Up north, it's more apple pies or apple turnovers. Oh, I love somebody apple asked, turnover. Is this really live? Yes, we mm-hmm. are live right now. Mm-hmm. Talking to you, Karen. It's really live. There you go. Proof of the pudding. Proof we're here. God, we're talking about food Hi again. from Ireland. <laughs> Hi Ireland. Oh my gosh. Oh, somebody asked, "What's my tattoo?" I thought they were going to ask about yours. Oh, mine's kind of hidden because I have the wrong foot out. Oh, old Ray foot over there. Mm-hmm. My stingray. What's um, yours? Mine is the Hebrew word for love or God's love, and I, apparently I've been told not to say it out loud because I do not pronounce it correctly. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> um, favorite <laughs> scary movie. Wait, oh, tell we about can't your talk necklace. About movies. Can you talk about your necklace real quick, though? Have we not talked about this before? I don't know, but I think you should I tell it now. I have a tiny little anchor necklace. That um, was a gift from the brain when our um, oldest was born. And my sister has a matching one. If you ever see her around, you'll see hers. Um, and we, he gave them to both of us because we always said we were going to have anchor tattoos. And it never happened. Um, but because family, that's your anchor. That's what yeah. keeps you rooted to the One earth, of our friends has know? an anchor, but it's her and her husband. Oh, that's really she has sweet. A ta- Anna has a tattoo. Oh. Who's been on here? Oh, yes. Our Anna wardrobe Roman. friend. Yeah. So, yeah. So, we are each other's anchors. And That's so, when great. my son was born, we named him after my sister. Because she actually spells her name like the male spelling of Aaron, mm-hmm. A-A-R-O-N. And so, he's Riker Aaron. And she didn't know until oh. he was born. So, I had her come in. I was like, hey, I'm loopy. Can you, like, fill out this birth certificate info for me? And she was like, yeah, have y'all decided on a middle name? And I was like, yeah, it's Riker Aaron. And she was like, 
I'm sorry, what? And of course, you know, the sweetest moment. I have tears. And then when did the anchor... Well, and then Logan comes in and he's got two little blue bags. In the moment of light. And gives them to us both. And it was really sweet. That's got to be amazing. Like, I I mean, not only did you get a baby in your arms, but you get all these lovely moments with your family. It's beautiful memory. It's so lovely. Yes. So that's my necklace. Um... By the way, I got I got a piece of permanent jewelry because I was inspired by your permanent jewelry. Did you not have one already? I didn't. I was afraid to make the commitment. Guys, I, it's hard for me to commit to something permanently being in my body. I do have two tattoos, but otherwise. <laughs> but something that makes me feel constricted, like this makes me feel constricted, but I'm actually enjoying it. Oh, look it. how cute your little charm is. I know, I got a little charm, although it does get stuck on everything and it stabbed me a few times. Oh, well, it's really cute. But I don't know if the charm is going to survive, but I, um, don't I do have like charms it. charms on mine, but I have one of each color. So I did a gold, like a rose gold and a silver. Oh, that's I a good have, idea. But I've gotten them all different times and um i've had them for like i didn't going know on two three. years now a bunch of our friends have them and i was like all right i'm gonna try it but i don't know if i can make here's the thing if you don't like it you just cut it off mm-hmm. it's really easy so do we have any more questions we've got great questions well, let's go for it will there be any more power rangers in the future <laughs> we did guests. have two we are collecting power rangers i have someone i do know someone who played um a different kind of character not a ranger but a character I don't know what the character was, but I might ask her if she'll come on. I mean, we, we have a love thing for Pink Ranger specifically with Aaron and Catherine. Yes. Um, Catherine's friend, who she wants to introduce us to, and maybe when she comes to town next time, it was one of the Yellow Rangers. Oh. Who she does her podcast with. Yeah, through with. them we could probably find some Rangers. But right now, because of um, the restrictions of the strike, we have to be careful about TV and film people. So we're trying to like populate it a little bit more with people that are like we had Annie F. Downs on who's like a min- she has like a ministry. Um, her book is actually here. Chase the fun. Yeah. Um, and I'm hoping to have more musicians on, too. We've had we've been talking to a few different musicians from everything from like boy bands to like 90s rock. And uh, and yeah, we'll, we'll 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 hopefully have a few of those on in the next few weeks. I think I'm hoping the strike is starting to round um, a corner. Speaking of musical things that may be coming and friends, did you see the news about NSYNC? <laughs> I know. Well, that might be one of our future guests. Maybe. But, that's kind of um, what I was thinking. Well, that's there's been discussion. Good. Um, but, uh, yeah. I knew, I knew our friend Chris had been hinting at things. Well, maybe. I know that Chris is um, actively trying to... Uh, get into what I would call probably tour shape. So, um, you know, going on tour, I think is a a big, uh, but I think that because of the, the announcement and the, uh, uh, the, the big, you know, presentation they did at the MTV Awards, I think that, yes, I think that they were just trying to like, I mean, if you look at how cute they were in their suits and stuff, they look great. So I, I was, I think I was misinterpreting, but he's, uh, I think they're like all. There's got to be something pumped. happening. They're also it's, well, they, it's coming because I, there's I'm a movie coming out. But it's because of the movie coming out it's that no one's allowed movie. to promote. Yeah, you um, can say it. I Christy, can't say it. Christy asked, "What's your favorite thing about living in the South?" Um, the food. <laughs> yeah, Maybe say the food. Um, yeah, the that's people. a good one. Me, people are very sweet. Specifically, the people are very very sweet. I have to say that's true. Um. I like where I like being in Nashville because I've never seen so many concerts like living in New York. The concerts, I feel like were a little far off, um, not necessarily from New York City, but like they were always such big events at the Madison Square Garden. They always felt massive where you had to go to like out to Jersey to go to the, the where the Giants play at MetLife Stadium. Mm-hmm. You had to go so far away. There were such massive events. It was I always felt like I'm never going to get tickets. I'm not going to get good seats. And I always felt like I had to know a band really well to go to a concert. But I have to say, like, living here, there are so many concerts that stand up and people that roll through. Yeah, that I'm like, sure, I'll go to a show tonight. I might not stay the whole time. There have been a few recently oh, no. that I've been like, I'll look at set list and I'll be like, I'm going to leave a little early just so I or can. Or I'm like, going to show up late. Like, to be honest, like Guns N' Roses, I left a little early because I was like, Thank Paradise you. City is not my favorite song. I've already heard the ones I came for and I really don't want to sit in the traffic. Yeah. So there, ha- but that's what's kind of nice about living here too is that like everyone comes through here. Yes. Like New York, it was like, if you're even in New York City, you have Jones Beach, which is way out on Long Island, like on an island off of Long Island. And then you have like Giant Stadium in Jersey. And when you live in New York City and you don't have a car, it's hard to get around, you know, so unless they come to Madison Square Garden, but now I'll fly to Madison Square Garden just to see Billy Joel, so. Well. So I have to say, so probably my favorite thing about living in the South is I'm, I'm getting a lot of concerts and a lot of stand-up comedians. Saw Eddie Izzard the other night, going to see Dave Chappelle this week, like lots of, I saw Leanne Morgan, I saw Nate Bergazzi, I've, I've seen so, so many stand-ups. 
My phone is going off, you guys. And it's probably I all the notifications. Put it on airplane, this. but I put it on airplane oh, mode. Never mind. Super weird. Um, I'm going to turn on the focus. How do you do that? How do you turn on the focus? <laughs> I can't do it, guys. I'm absolutely not. She's not going to decide between Aunt Hilda or Zelda. That's not even a possible. I mean, it depends on the situation, right? Like. Do you need someone that's going to help you solve? A, well, they're both good at solving problems, but different mm -hmm. kinds of problems. Funny enough, if it's finance, you go to Hilda. Well, Caroline. <laughs> if it's <laughs> science or uh, relationship related, you go to Beth. If it's, you know. I love Beth's newsletter, by the way. Oh, she has this great. Yeah, we need to it's promote so, that. It's so fun. What's it called? A woman, a woman of a certain age, I think. It's it's on. I'll have to look at my email. Substack. It's and great. You can subscribe to it. And it is really, really I bet if you just go to Beth Broderick, look her up, you'll probably find a link to her or go to her Instagram page. Um, you can find information on her uh her newsletter, her article. She writes it weekly and it's really great. Last week she taught you about food traps. So <laughs> I'm teaching everyone that's in their forties about needing readers. And she's Saying that once you hit 60, get ready for food traps. Like your your gums start to recede and you get food traps in your teeth. And apparently this is like a real I thing. I did not read that article. I am not looking forward to that. Okay. But I'm glad someone told thank me. Thank you for Yeah, thank you. Those are all these things <laughs> That's that not no one ever tells you she about. She talks about losing her dog and friends and social life. And she went through an experimental she's going through an experimental time right now without a car. Yes. She got rid of her car and she's trying to use um Public mass transit. transit. Yeah, in yeah. in LA, which is not easy. Scary. But she's loving it and she won't go back. Um, okay. When was the last time you sang One Way or Another? <laughs> Funny enough, I sang one it really loud the other night because the new another. Guardians of the Galaxy ride at Disney has six different songs that they play, and one of them is One Way or Another. So I had to turn to my kids and go, I did a cover of this. And they were like, you're not cool. <laughs> and I was like, great. Thanks, thanks for that. Still not thanks cool. Thanks for that. I thought maybe that might make me cool because it's playing on a, on a ride they're on. But Oh, someone asked, how is your plastic-free household going? Oh, is that because you see me sipping on a plastic <laughs> shake because I got it on the road? She got it here. Um, it's not necessarily—yeah, plastic-free is a dream. And like they say, you don't need a million people doing waste-free perfectly. What you need is a million people—no, you need a million people doing waste-free imperfectly, not one person doing waste-free perfectly. So That's right. the idea is to try to look in your trash— and figure out what can I get rid of? What don't I need here? What is what am I throwing away day by day? Like the one thing I can't get rid of is my Q-tips, but I do use a handkerchief. I don't use tissues. Oh, okay. So have you seen that thing? There is like a, a Q-tip that you can reuse. I've used it, the silicone one. I'm sorry. I I am. It's very it's very paper Q-tips. No, will, but it's very satisfying to like clean your ears. Oh, but I have the, no doubt. But the idea of but the paper ones you need to, to get the water out. Like, I need to absorb the water Ugh. after a shower, after I wash my hair. Y'all, no. Yeah, no, the, the silicone one, you might like, I'm going to get you one. Because they have these little silicone, they have like little rubbery tips on them. I know. And it kind of scrubs. I know. It feels I'm good. I'm sure I it's would like, love Ugh. the feeling, but the idea of having a Q-tip that you reuse over and over again is just like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. I, it's not, you have to clean it. Well, yeah. But I do. I do try to go. Plastic free or like I, I go in order of like um, single use plastics. I try to get rid of completely if I'm going to use it many times like a plastic water bottle that I'll use for like years. I'm OK with that. But if I can do a glass one, I'd rather do that. Like I go to the grocery store and I choose. Well, first of all, I choose Newman's own salad dressings or the glass because they're in glass bottles. Also, I don't want my food sitting in plastic and leaching out what's in the plastics. So over time. So I try to use the glass, but then also I can recycle the glass and I'm not worried about what it's going to do in the earth. You know, like yeah, when it I breaks like down, it's like a natural substance. My favorite salad. I don't remember the brand. But it's honestly. also going to pro it's the in a profits jar. go to Newman's Own has um, you can look this up, guys, if you want. It's a great charity. It's called the Good Fun Network. And I think that's the proper name. But um, they have a giant camp in Connecticut, and they just built another one, I want to say, in Virginia that I was supposed to go um, kind of christen that recently opened. It's for children with um, terminal illnesses. Awesome. And they send these kids to camp, and they get to go to the Good Fun Camp. And they have all the means necessary, all the doctors on staff and everything these children might need if they're, you know, needing chemo, if they're needing whatever they're needing, wheelchairs, access, all that they do amazing things. And so when you're buying Newman's Own dressing, salad— uh, You're supporting uh, uh, that. Uh, spaghetti sauce, all that stuff, you're supporting those That's camps. That's awesome. Because all the profits go there. All right. So if you could use magic, what would be the first thing you'd do? Um, 
I would give myself the power to not ever have to go to the airport again. Oh, you'd just be able to like, I would teleport? Just teleport. I like that. I would teleport. teleport. Um, Maybe I or would. Or time travel. <laughs> time time travel? I don't know. That's playing with fire a little I like bit. it. I don't know. Do you have the butterfly effect? Like you go back in time and you see yourself or you see something and you alter something well, I mean, slightly I and then you. I that, but would I like. And the next thing you know. show up in. You have my children, I have yours. For brunch. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, I would love to do that. That'd be fun. <laughs> but maybe we can just like role play that instead of having to. Can we just role play like that we're in? We'll just wear the costumes and show up and ride bikes. Like we can just okay. create that and go to a cafe I'm and order for that a. Too, but <laughs> we'll order a cappuccino. Okay. We know you're very creative and talented, but what's a skill that you don't possess? Like I can't ride a bike. I can't cross my eyes. Um, I don't know if that's a talent but or a skill, but I can't cross my eyes. I've tried so many times. And everybody always tries to give me tips. Just look at your finger. Watch it the whole way. Just think you about know those it. magic eye books that everybody used to do when we were oh, kids. Oh, yeah. I've never been able to see one. No, they have that. Not on one the, time. In New York City, they used to have them all on the side of the road. Like the ones where it's like lots of different. I, I hope it's not a stop sign because I would never see it. Like it's like all different <laughs> colors and it looks geometric. And then all of a sudden you can't. Yeah, see. it's just like a. I, I never have ever seen one. No way. That's not like, one time. I, yeah, I have tried standing on the sidewalk. People are like, get close, then back up and all these things. And I've never been able to see them either. Is it because I can't go cross-eyed? Do you, you have to be able to them? go cross-eyed for it? I used oh. to check the book out at the school library just to go home and like practice it and try to see it. And be like, yeah, oh, really? I didn't know there was a book about it. I'm, oh, now yeah. I'm going to have to get it and see. Oh, yeah. Everyone's like, relax your eyes. Just glance at it. Don't like focus on any one thing. I also can't relax my pinky fingers. Like when you go to get your nails done. That's hilarious. Like she's always like, you have really long pinkies. And I'm like, I don't know how. <laughs> I can't do it. You can't do it. <laughs> That's so funny. Is it like, do you drink like with your finger up? Yeah, I do. Also, can you do this? Wait, put I your can, pinky under. You, yeah, like pull it all the way over. No, not at all. It's like you almost have to like Wait, pop it. What? How are you doing <laughs> that? Is it? Are your pinkies double jointed? I guess. I don't know. That does not I can look, do it on both sides. I mean, oh, did you hear that one? It popped. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like I should be able to. Oh, my Brady, my 15-year-old, just started learning how to crack knuckles. Oh, God. So I'll fold my fingers in half and crack them. Wait. No, he cracks like the top knuckle. Oh, you guys are Ooh! cracking your knuckles. I hear it. I can't do but that. But he, like, he'll push I can my, only pull them. Yeah, he'll push my my nail down and then it like cracks this knuckle. Does that not hurt? It does, but it's kind of fun and it's something he does to me in church just to stay awake. I'll be like, oh. you can pop my knuckles. In church, just if you stay away. Uh, what's your favorite holiday? Um, I really like Thanksgiving. You know why? There is no expectation but to eat. Like, there is no gift wrapping, cards. This. Like, it's just like, find family, which which family member you're going to hang out with, and let's make a feast. Like, there's nothing, like, superficial, commercialized. Like, it's not even like Valentine's Day where there's, like, flowers and candy, and you have to go on a date, and you have to wear a dress, and you have to, you know. It's like, just be around some family, be thankful for something, and eat. I like I, that. I like that. I, until this year, and I, I don't know what has really changed so far, but until this year, I would have told you Halloween was my ultimate favorite. And I still love Halloween, don't get me wrong. But I weirdly had like this ick about it this year. I think because all of the like... All the stuff that goes in. Well, you make, you go extravagant with the costumes. I love the costumes. I love the candy. I love that silly, fun part of Halloween. But I feel like it's gotten kind of like... Icky and are you getting weird too about, scary? Are, yeah, are you you know what? You might be at that age with your kids, like because we're ten years apart. Yeah, but um, Mark and I were talking about this the other day and how we kind of love to watch horror movies. Like we used to watch Saw all the time, and we stopped being able to do it once we had our kids. Like not right away when Mason yeah. was born, but like after Brady was born, we kind of went. You know what? This stuff talking about death and whatnot's not so fun no. once you have little kids. And I, I understand, like. I understand that it's like an entertainment element, but at some point, all these demented things have to come into somebody's head and they may have actually happened to people. Yeah. And to make entertainment out of that just kind of is like sometimes, you know, and I even get a little, to be honest, like uh, sometimes like on the Haunted Mansion ride or Pirates, I've had problems with it before, like all the skeletons and like, you know, at Disneyland on the Pirates ride, mm -hmm. there's a real skeleton on the headboard yeah. and like things like that, like freak me out a little Haunted Mansion. I'm like. What if this, what if when I die, I don't get to throw a party in a house and like dance in the <laughs> chandelier and like, 
No, you know. it's not that kind of stuff. It's more of like the the kind of like demonic y, witchy, yeah, yeah, yeah. occulty yeah. kind of things. Well, it has gotten I a feel like bloodier. Halloween has taken that kind of turn instead of just yeah. being fun and silly. People have gone more to the scary stuff. Yeah. For and sure. I, I don't know. I'm not feeling that part of it. It so, used to be like witches and goblins, and now it's like murderers. And yeah. Chainsaw massacres. I'm not about that. And, yeah. So Halloween in general, the fun stuff is probably my favorite. But I think. The summer holidays have kind of become like like my Memorial jam. Day and Labor Day. You're yeah, like, and, and barbecue over the July. here, and let's get some fun they're red, white, and blue. Everyone just comes in their pajamas or swimsuits, and you just sit out in the sun and swim. Well, and, bar- and for all know. our friends in Australia, in maybe a different hemisphere or a different country, like Ireland, hi. Um, but oh, the Memorial are, Day is on and Labor Day is um, the kind of the unofficial. Beginning and end of summer. So Memorial Day is for we uh, we remember um, our uh, our veterans and we remember those that have gone before us and have um, died in service. And then Labor Day is sort of like a day off for people who labor and people That's who work. Right. So it's sort of like a day off for people that work. But um, hey, shout out to Richard because he's having a surgery tomorrow. Oh, Richard, we'll be God praying bless. for you. Yeah. Um, okay, so somebody asked. I'm looking for it now um, about after you've finished a job, have you ever worried about not having another job Always. to do? And if you weren't an actress, what would you be doing? It's sort of the nature of the business. And I've gotten used to it over the decades. Um you know, but you're always as an actor. Like, I mean, I always tried to find another career. I'm still trying to find another career just in case this acting thing doesn't work out because I was always told as a child star that child stars don't go on. Don't, keep going. They don't get that Look longevity. So I was always trying to find something else and, you know, escape route, <laughs> an emergency door. Um, but, uh, you know, now I kind of realize that there's seasons and there's roller coasters and sometimes I'm directing, sometimes I'm producing, sometimes I'm momming. Um, and I really have to enjoy all those things because when I'm not working is the time when I get to be a full-time mom. And if I'm not enjoying that and I'm panicking about work, then I'm totally misusing my time. So, as I've gotten older, I've really tried to enjoy the not working times and then enjoy the working times because even though I'm sad to be away from my family or working long hours or, you know, whatever, I'm like, okay, but this is this season. So I try right. to remember that, you that's, know, it doesn't panic me like it used to, although the strike is starting to panic people. You can be okay. Yeah. We can yeah. get you through it. I know, but I'm worried about it. See, I think about me. like what I would do. And I, th- the truth is, is like the idea of having a career scares me to death. It's true. I feel like I get so bored with anything that was monotonous. Like if I did the same thing every single That's day. That's why you got to be an actor because then you get to put on a different skin every single time you work. I have no idea if I can act. You get to I'm be in a different tried. costume every day. That's not true. I did try trip. last week. I don't know if I did well or not. We'll see. We'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. You did Wheel of Fortune and won. What other... Wait, wait, wait. Not only did I do Wheel of Fortune, I won the most ever. Yeah, you can fact check me on that, but I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure I won the did. most ever. What other reality well, competition show do you think you'd have a good chance at winning? I mean, I didn't win Mass Singer this year. <laughs> but you did great. Um, I mean, I I survived. I didn't die or throw up or embarrass myself too much. Um, I did not do well on Jeopardy when I did that a long time ago. I might do better now. No, maybe not. I think I would freeze during Jeopardy. I, it's at hard. home you when I'm yelling fast. at the TV, I'm great at it. Yeah. But then I have a feeling if I was put on the spot like that, I'd be like, oh, and then it would just blank. Those things are over so quickly. Those games. I mean, game shows are like they're so fast that you're like, what just happened? And all of a sudden you missed a whole round. What about something like Amazing Race or like Fear Factor or something like that? Could you do one of those? Some people in Australia thought I was going to do. I started on uh, Twitter or X now, but when it was Twitter, um, I started following a lot of people in Australia. And everyone assumed that that meant that I was going to go ahead and be on amazing no not amazing uh i'm a celebrity get me out of here because i guess they shoot in australia and they thought i was trying to like make alliances or something. i don't know, even know the show i mean something like below deck sounds fun but that's not really a game show is it oh but it's a reality show that like, i love to win money or something like i wish i had been on like the price is right that'd be really fun 
Oh they don't do gosh. celebrity editions of that, I don't think, though. Do they? would be really fun. That's a good idea. Um, who's the... Drew Carey, I think, is Yeah, the, he's the new host. Host now. Bob Barker just passed. Which mm-hmm. But I think he had been replaced a long time ago. Yeah, Bob Drew's Barker been doing it for years ago. and years. And our dear um, Alex Trebek. We lost Alex Trebek. But now Mayim Bialik's doing it a lot, too. Yes. Well, she's not doing it, I think, during the strike. But she... But I think Kevin's she is still I doing it. Oh, is she not doing it during the strike? Because yeah. game shows are allowed to continue. Game yeah. shows are allowed Kim, under the con. Ken Jennings, right? That's the right. Ken. Kevin. Not Kevin. Um, um, then, yeah, there's... I mean, you know what I wish I had done? Actually, Mark and I were talking about this yesterday. I wish... Um, uh, Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader was still on. I loved that, that show. That was so fun. I don't know why Y'all, I was smarter than a fifth grader. I was not. The time. I was not. Because Mark and I were talking, Mark said something to me yesterday. He's like, you know what they should really do is like make you like learn things the way a high schooler learns things and see if you actually use it or if you still remember it or whatever. And I was Can like. I tell you, my fifth graders come home and we're doing long division right now. Y'all. No idea. Quadratic equation was like my favorite thing. I couldn't even tell you what it is now. I haven't done long division probably since fifth grade. Why? Why are we doing this? And why aren't we learning how to do our taxes? Also, we have a calculator literally burned into the palm of our hand all yep. the time. Yep. Why? I know, but we also have a phone. We have a f- camera built into our palm. Like, we should, like, my kids are constantly taking tons of video and photos of fireworks and musical performances. I'm like, just be here. Just be here. It's I, hard. I don't have an issue with that. Like, I personally don't. Stand. I, I will take a picture at an event, or if I'm at a concert, if it's my favorite song, I might capture a verse yeah, of it. Yeah, that's but what then I, I want to experience it. I'm yeah. that way. But the other night at, at Disney, I was like, we watched the fireworks from our balcony. Actually, we had this beautiful view, and I was like, I just want to get one great picture of the fireworks like falling over Magic Kingdom, and um, and I, I got that photo. It took a minute or two, but then I was done. Then I was like, I'm just gonna sit here and watch them, and. And then, you know, and, and like with musical, up? same thing. I like, I'll try to get like one part of my favorite, like my favorite song, like either the intro or yeah, just I think like Guns N' Roses, I got some like November Rain, like Smashing Pumpkins came through the other day. I, I got um, a little bit of Tonight Tonight or no, actually Disarm, my favorite. But yeah, like trying to capture a photo, kind of to post, but also to just be like, I was here <laughs> and then like leaving it at that. Okay. The brain is telling us we need to talk about skims now. Oh, let's talk about skims. Hang on, let me put on my readers. This is the first time we've ever seen us do this. Um, And I hope we do it justice because. Well, and just to start, you guys know, like, you know, we love our skims. If you've listened to the show before, watched the show before, you know that we love our skims. Genuinely love them. And I promote them even outside of these ads. All of my friends know about it. (laughs) Yes. It's ridiculous. I mean, they're super soft, they're, I mean, super comfy. So comfortable, very flat. They hold their shape. They wash well, and the cotton collection, especially like during the summer, yeah. has been my jam. Yeah, it's been great. Um, yeah. Oh, here's some things. Here's some news. Um, there are matching sets. You might have seen them all over your feed, but there are matching sets. So that's something we want you to know. And you know, there is a lot of hype around them, but we can we can verify. I am verifying. They that are skims, worth the hype. Yes, they're living up to all of the hype. They are creating the next generation of loungewear for literally every everybody. I've everybody. not known anyone. We're ten years apart. No, you're about a foot taller, and I sing all the praises. That, and we can say that, yeah, that they do fit everybody. Yeah, not only the bras and panties, but now the t-shirts, especially in the cotton collection. Well, the cotton collection is also this They're is so Kim's good. most tagged collection. It's made Ooh, with classic cotton fabric that. for comfortable everyday wear. It's made from ultra soft natural fibers. The cotton collection features elevated lounge pieces designed for comfort indoors and outdoors. That's true. And if you happen to be a sweaty Betty, let me just tell you. It doesn't really show. Yeah. And <laughs> it does absorb. That is like a thing. When you wear something tight in warmer weather, I mean, now that it's fall, transition, whatever, it won't be such a thing. But I wore them all summer long yeah. and felt confident. Yeah. And uh, I mean, and whoever said loungewear was only for the house has not tried skims. And to say that it's for everybody is so true because it's available in XXS up to 4X. You mean extra, extra small? XXS. Up yes. to 4X. <laughs> XX small up to 4X. Yes. And it's true, though. Um, so believe what the did hype. I say? <laughs> you said XXS. SX, XXS. Extra, extra small. Yes. Uh, the cotton collection and more are available right now at skims.com. So go there. Uh, make sure that you tell them that WWB sent you. I think it says what women binge, actually. Okay. 
So, so you have to. So look, here's the thing. We say believe the hype. Skims has over 100,000 five-star reviews for a reason. The Cotton Collection and more are available right now at skims.com, which is the one that you love. The, the Cotton Collection yes. is like your fave. Plus, you can get free shipping on orders over $75. And after you place your order, be sure to let them know we sent you. Select podcast, What Women Binge. It's all good. But, um, yeah, we love our Skims. So thanks, Skims, for sponsoring What Women Binge. Do we have more questions? Yes, we have tons of questions. I can't wait. All right. Are they from all over international? Seems like Yeah, all over the world. So a lot of uh, British fans here, which is really fun. You guys. Um, right now over there, it's like, it's like nine o'clock at night. Thanks guys. Thanks tea. for being Melissa here. Melissa is a tea drinker. I am a tea I drinker, a tea but drinker. I'm a Southern tea drinker. So I drink mine iced. Yeah. Well, see, I like to mix it up in the morning. It's got to be hot in the afternoon. Basically tea is all I drink. I actually keep a little monk fruit in my purse. I have to have a purse big enough to keep my little liquid like drops. It looks like she's... I know everybody thinks I'm doing, doing like CBD. Things. I've had makeup artists say to me before, like, that's enough. You don't need any more. I'm like, no, no, no. It's sugar. <laughs> Uh, okay, what part of Alabama are you from, Amanda? I'm from Birmingham. You're a fellow that's Al- the big, Alabama girl. That's the big, it's not the capital, but um, it's the big city. I'm actually technically from Pelham, which is like just south of Birmingham. Like Pelham Parkway, like in the Bronx? No, like Pelham, Alabama, okay. in, in the cow field. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was cool. Yes, my new kitten is adorable. Oh, yeah, you're, she has a new kitten named Flower. That's um, I thought about Flower today at Disney or the other day at Disney when I was. You can call me Flower. You call, if you he want can call to. me Flower if he wants to. Um, somebody asked if you've been to any Alabama games lately. I did. Roll well, tide. I didn't go to the one in Tampa. My family did though. It rained. It was there was a rain delay. I went to the MTSU game in Bryant Denny, and last year went to an Old Miss game at Old Miss. So this was my first Bryant Denny game at the home stadium in a while. But it was fun. It was. We um we got to sing Rammer Jammer. Uh I think in Tampa they got to sing Rammer Jammer as well. <laughs> but sometimes we don't sing Rammer Jammer these days, guys. It's sad to say. Rammer Jammer. Yellow Hammer. Oh my goodness. Hell, Alabama. My kids like to say it because they get to say hell. How did you all meet? Oh, well, that's a that's a not a very long story, actually. I, I think we've told it before, but Melissa showed up at my house for a play date that her son um Invited himself to. Not really. He asked yeah. if he could come to it. Um, my husband had lunchroom duty at the kids' school, and Tucker was sitting right behind Tucker's Riker. not shy. Tucker's not shy. No, I said lunchroom duty, brain. He's getting defensive. He's like, <laughs> I do not work in the lunchroom at the school. <laughs> <laughs> no, so Tucker invited himself to your house. <laughs> I came to pick him up. We sat there for about an hour, hour and a half, chatting. And, and then the next day went for like a six-hour walk. Yeah. And, and that just, was it. It just cemented our friendship. Never stopped hanging out. My and phone is still vibrating like crazy. She said, hey, I want to do a podcast. And I said, cool, when? She's like, like next soon? Week? And I was like, cool, <laughs> next week? And we did it. We did it. She decorated it, and Logan, her husband, like got all over the uh, the you know the cameras, the lights, the whole situation of actually what it would be like to film and record this. And next yes. thing you know, we had a podcast, and we have social media, you guys. So check out What Women Binge on Instagram, and obviously you're watching it on YouTube. We have our YouTube channel, which we love, so you can subscribe. I always hear my son like listening to things. He listens to something called Fishy, Fishy, Fishy on Me or something. Oh yeah. And they're yeah. always like, like and subscribe at the end. I want to start doing that. Like and subscribe. Me, is, that, is that a Fortnite song? I think it is. Is it? It has something to do with Fortnite. I know that. By but Tico. I, that's who it's by. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because there's a whole one no, about no, bananas no, no, we're having to listen fishy to. on me. Oh, yeah. We're. Oh, there's something got, about bananas um, and, and it's a banana diss track. I don't know about the bananas. I, but they go right now, squirt, squirt, squirt. They were born in dirt. And I'm like, that's the stupidest line I've ever heard. Except but you remember it. Except I remember it. Because it's like grained in, ingrained in my head now. It's like drilled in. Okay. There, Brayden, you said something about a teen show. Oh. Oh, if they approached you to do another teen show, would you do it? Like, I'm assuming that means with teenagers as the leads. Like, or like, like the show I did on, teens. on the Flix channel that's made of nets. Um, it's, uh, You're getting really creative. I did one. Or, or a mouse person. A mouse person. If um, I Well, I have directed a bunch of those. Um, shows on all those different streamers. But, um, I, yeah, I mean, it depends on the role, right? So in the one I did, No Good Nick, um, I played, like, the tough mom, like, the loving but tough mom. So she was kind of a different form of a witch. But, um, 
it was really fun to play that character to kind of dive into like having to be likable, but also because she's not the villain, but she's also not nice. So it was kind of playing around with that, which was fun. Um, so it, it depends on the character, really. I wanted to say. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Uh, would you ever do a reality show? <laughs> I don't know. I've... Okay. <laughs> you have a great idea. I do have a great idea. It's not reality, though. It's, like, it's fake reality. It's fake reality, and it's so good, y'all. <laughs> it is so good. And if it ever happens, I will be so excited. We'll see. I will just insert myself into the background. Well, here's the thing. Every time everybody wants me to do a reality show, I'm like, all right, here's what I'll do. Like, I wanted to do one... There's um, these houses in Italy that are one euro right now because they're just trying to bring populate I heard dying towns. Yeah, yeah, for like years now, there are certain towns where you can go get a house for one euro, but you have like two years or six months to renovate the house or the condo or whatever it is. Sometimes it's even castles. Um, you have to you have a certain amount of time to to, to like fix it up, renovate it, and then you have to live there or you have to. Um, Make it like an Airbnb type thing. And I was like, well, what if instead of just a reality show where cameras just follow me and my husband and my kids around, what if we did something fun like me and my family, which if you guys have ever seen MasterChef, my stepdad was the Silver Fox in season nine, I think. We should have him on. He's hilarious. But like if if me and my mom, my stepdad and my sisters and like we all were to renovate a, a place together, I thought it'd be really funny. And so everyone's like, yeah, great idea. Go to Italy. Like rebuild a house together. I know we would get in so many fights, but ultimately we're family. We'll come back together. Very Kardashian-esque, right? Like, you know, we're not going anywhere. We love each other, but there's a lot of conflict. Yeah. And that's what people want in a reality show. Well, y'all would be perfect for that as a family though, because y'all are just so straight laced, like, or not straight laced. That's not y'all, y'all approach conflict in such a straight on way. Yeah. We, like we you, hit it head on. Yes. Like, but then you're like, totally fine. Things flying I've never the seen air. a family deal with things the way that you and oh, we family. let go of, we don't there's no grudges there's nothing none of that no hard feelings it's just we get it all out and it's done but we were thinking about doing this and, and I brought it to some people they're like yeah 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 let's get on the phone let's talk about it and ultimately it came back to what if it's just you and your husband and the kids in the house and I was like oh, that's not what I want to do oh, that kind that's of not interesting I mean y'all would me. be interesting but I don't think so and by the way like that's a recipe for divorce like <laughs> A lot of the time, there's a lot of conflict. Things come out. People say things. People put things up because it sounds good in a soundbite or it's fun bait. What's that called? Clickbait and all that stuff. And I don't want all that in my life. So probably not going to do much reality unless it's fake reality. I really hope you do do that. Oh, British reality. That would be really fun, too. Now, I will do anything in Australia. I will do anything. I want to get to Germany somehow someday. I've never been to Germany except on a layover in Frankfurt a few times. Um, I'm from Peru. Oh, Peru. A ton of people came Let's go to, to 90s Con from Peru. I want to do that. Really? Like one of my biggest, if you go on my That's Instagram cool. page and you look at like the places where my fans are the most active on my Instagram, it is Mexico City and Lima. So I know that I have a, a really big fan base of people that are just darling and loving in South America. And yet I haven't really been down there very much. So I am planning a trip to Guatemala um, that I'm super excited about, but yeah. uh, I have to get down to like Peru, Colombia, Brazil. Let's do it. I'm done. It. I've never been. Yeah, I would love to. Um, what are your top five favorite wrestlers? <laughs> Can we go old school? Can we go like Hulk Hogan? Because yeah. that's like my first. But, I mean, we've had some amazing ones on the show. Oh, too. Big Show is like Big Show. Uh, Matt and incredible. Dana Jackson. Dana's not a wrestler, but yes, uh, yeah, Sheamus but... was here. I love Seamus. He's a good guy, but he owes me a text. So Seamus, if you're watching our YouTube live, you owe me a text, dude. And are you related to the Hart family? Like the I'm not, but I wish I was. I've asked to work out in the Hart dungeon. I have to say Natalie's one of my favorites. Um, but and actually uh Paige. I love Paige. Paige is cool. She's the best. She's very cool. But um and the Bella twins, but really Paige. I think of the girl and Natalie. It's because the Garcia Natalie's twins super sweet. Oh, Garcia twins. Yeah. Well, and Big Show's not and Big, Soraya, big not Show. Paige. Big Show? He's yeah, not Big Yeah, he's still Big Show, he I is? think. Okay. Um, but yeah, those are some of my favorites for sure. Oh, but. never mind. He's just Paul White now. Oh, Paul White. So I had wanted to work out in the heart dungeon. Like I was like, that would be a great thing for me to do is like go to the heart dungeon and work out with the hearts. But I was never invited. <laughs> Strangest dream you've ever had. Uh, my teeth falling out. I still am haunted by one I had when I was in, um, like a teenager and I really wanted to go bungee jumping. And that was something I, I love the sensation of falling. So I love roller coasters. Not ones that go upside down, but ones that just drop. Why is everybody against the upside down roller coasters? Because here? I want to vomit. Because it feels unnatural. I love Because them. I'm not an astronaut going to space. 
So I, I don't like the G-force or whatever it I is. much prefer upside down than like a straight down. The centrifuge, all that. No. I, I don't even like simulators, but I like the drop. So I was like, oh, I think I would love being, I would love bungee jumping. I should bungee jump. I should bungee jump. And then I had this dream where I watched my friend bungee jump, but the rope was too long. So for some reason, she was in a straight jacket. And when she hit the ground, she, it was like a childhood friend of mine. And she didn't die immediately and she screamed and the scream is still in my head so yeah that's sorry guys Went that's a dark. terrifying but I was like I will never go bungee I just that dream is so vivid in my head still and the sound of her scream is so vivid I can't bring myself to ever do it sadly yeah because I do think it would be fun no that, that dream has oh, terrifying I also have a lot of dreams where I'm going on stage and I don't know my lines and no one will let me study them like I'm literally about to go and this did happen to me on Broadway I had to go on stage in the crucible and I had studied three roles, found out that morning the girl was sick. I had to go on that night. I didn't really get a whole lot of time to rehearse. I'd never rehearsed that part all the way through. I'd only rehearsed parts of it and was told, you'll stand on this line, you'll go over there, you'll go over there. But when you're the other character, you're going to go here, and then you go there, and then you go there. And so trying to remember it all on the show night, Martin Sheen gives me a kiss and is like, you got this. And I'm like, okay. Luckily, in The Crucible, I got to be asleep for the first 10 minutes. So my heart rate went down. Like I got to calm down, listen to the whole show, think about what I had to have, what had to happen. I had to fall on the bed. Like I had to pass out and like present, pretend I was possessed. I guess, which has always kind of been a thing in my life. But, um, (laughs) but it was, uh, I think it set me up for like a lifetime of like, I don't know my lines. What are my lines? And someone's like, what do you, how you want your hair to look? I don't know. Hold on. Let me study my lines. Someone else goes in. What do you want for lunch? Uh, I don't know. Hold on. I got to study my lines. And then I go out, I get shoved out on stage and I don't know my lines. A lot of people have the ones about being naked in, right? Or like, oh, yeah, like being in public places. Naked. Yeah, I don't have yeah. that one. No, that doesn't happen to me either. Uh, th- really, the teeth falling out is like the most nerve wracking thing. That's gross. And that's happened multiple times. Can you feel it like when it happens? Yes. Like a sensation? Yes. It's. And do they make sounds like they hit the floor? Like, no, I don't remember that. Somebody asked about relationships with castmates that you hear a lot about conflict and things like that, but you guys are, you're. Former castmates have been very close. Everything I've ever worked on. And, um, you know, part of that is the people I kind of surround myself with in a way when I get to choose who I'm working with. I try to make sure there's there's a list of, you know, life is too short people. Um, but for the most part, I've never had drama with a girl. Can't ever say there's been like a diva moment with a girl. There have been a few men I've worked with that have been divas. But I also feel like I'm able to neutralize situations that might be I just, I guess I trust people and I kind of ask people to trust me too. And then if we all show up and we do our work and there's no competitive, like, you know, if everybody knows their lines, hits their marks, then I'm happy. I'm good. Like, we're moving on with our day. We're good. If somebody holds up the situation, that's not cool. Yeah. So if everybody's playing games or trying to act like a bigger star or something, that's not fun. But that's, but yeah, I have I, never really had that experience. I was going to say, from what I can't speak for you, but from what yeah. I've heard about your but that also might be because I've always, Someone asked, what is the size of your nose? Size of your nose? It's this big. It's about, exactly. About an inch, sir. From the from the bridge or from the face? Like from the face, it's like maybe a quarter of an inch. <laughs> like why? What? Okay. Um, we both uh, have like, uh, what do you call it? Ski slopes. Right? Ski. They go, shoop. Mine goes, Phew. We call it a voot jump. in my house. The what? A voot. A voot. Um, Okay. Love your office. Our office. Is this our office? How do you feel about the Maxim cover now, looking back on it? Oh, it's so funny. That's become such a thing again, right? It was a thing in 1999. I think it was a thing again when my book came out in 2013. Um, like, everybody loves to take that story and run with it every decade. Um, it's. I think it was the greatest thing to happen to my movie that I had coming out at the time because it got a ton of press without me having to go do the rounds Everyone was talking about my movie because they were talking about the Maxim cover. I was 23 years old. I had every right to be on that cover in my underwear. I could have been on Playboy if I wanted to. Yep. Five years before that. But the thing about it is that it was not my fault. The magazine wrote the name of my character, not my name, on the mag- on the magazine cover. So that was not—I think they found that that wasn't my fault. So, you know, I wasn't at fault for playing the character. Um I look back at it as like one of those hidden things that seems like a disaster at the time, but ends up being kind of a blessing because it ended up getting us, you know, we had 
I think we we made eight million dollars at the box office opening weekend on our movie that cost five million dollars. You know, so that's pretty great. Yeah, so we had a profit that first weekend. That's yeah, worth it. <laughs> it was one of Fox's only big um, successes that year, uh, next to Star Wars. So, uh, speaking of Star Wars, have you ever seen a UFO? Um. Okay. I was at a football game not too long ago. Okay, but I explained this to you. I thought it was balloons. There was just this thing. I turned around to look at my friend, and behind the bleachers, in the dark, were these little white dots going up. It looked like drones or something. But Mm -hmm. then I was like, no, it must be white balloons that are getting reflection from the field. And it's like all, because they were all kind of going up together, but not at the exact same pace. Super weird. It looked like like an upside down, like, meteor shower going, like it was going up. And I was like, what is that? And we all turned around and we're like, what is that? And then everybody, of course, when you start pointing at something in the sky, everybody turns around and goes, what's going on? But I thought it was balloons. No? No. It was Starlink. Okay, what is that again? So it's it, it's the, like, link of satellites that travels around the world, and Elon owns them. So it was coming and across the night sky? internet for the entire world. But is it low? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. They're, I mean, they're kind of in orbit around the Earth. But is it just one section? They go around at one point at a time? Like, yeah, I think they're supposed to be visible again here, I think, Thursday. This is what they used in the Ukraine, right? And they gave yes. this to Ukraine. Yes. But if it's over, like, if it's they over Nashville. <laughs> they can position them. If it's over Green Hills. But then you can use we... Starlink anywhere. You can have it at your house. But even if it's on the other side of the world, you yeah. can still pick it up? Mm-hmm. That's bizarre because I can't get a cell phone tower if I'm, like, on this certain road next to the certain park your, in my neighborhood. So, uh, you know, Logan's been making a Christmas movie, which somebody else uh, asked if there was going to be Christmas movies this year. Yes, because y'all have made them in the past. Well, there was an there was an announcement today, apparently on a different channel that I don't work on about their Christmas movies coming out this year. And yeah, I will not be in one this year. But, I know. But I do have a different one, but not a Christmas. But anyway, not allowed to even talk uh, about it. But yes. So anyways, we were on set in New Mexico a couple of weeks ago. And Logan comes running in and he's like, there's a UFO in the sky outside. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? And he's like, yeah, everybody's looking right what? now. And so I walk outside and I'm always the person who bursts the bubbles of oh, UFOs. No. So I look up and immediately I look back down. And I was like, guys. Did you do that to your husband? It's a weather balloon. Oh, really? And they're like, what? <laughs> I mean, it was it was like straight up a weather balloon. Yeah, that's funny. Like, Yeah. Textbook. And I was like, yeah, I'm really sorry. It's not a UFO. Aww. What does the weather balloon so look like? Is that like the I mean, of- it's a big white balloon. So Sometimes like what China was sending over Alaska and stuff like that? Yes, like- similar. Um, but those were much bigger and they okay. were made out of different materials. So some oh, of them okay. were reflective and stuff like that. But All right. A weather balloon is not. How many weather balloons are there like over the country at any one time? Well, we were also like in alien territory in New Mexico. Yeah. yeah. So everybody Near was Area like 51. on guard for yeah. the UFOs. <laughs> of course they were. <laughs> it was pretty great. Riker was so mad at me. He's like, we're going to New Mexico. We're not going to Roswell. I was like, it is the other side of the state, child. <laughs> no, we are not going to Roswell. You're like, that's like driving from Memphis to Knoxville. Oh, okay. Mouse land or mouse world? <sighs> Depends. Oh, uh, this is so easy. For ultimately, me. I would go with world. World. Um, but California Adventure. Land though. has better va- fantasy. Ew. Fantasy land is better at land. For sure. I'll tell you why. I know that you're spoiled because you grew up over here. I, too, only went to World because I grew up in New York, so we would drive down once a year and go see my grandparents, and we would get to go to World for one day. And um, and I got really used to that being my world. I knew my way around. Now, after spending so many years in L.A., bringing my kids there every year for their birthday, going for special events all the time when I worked for the mouse, um, you would be in there, and you get used to that one, right? And you get to memorize that one. Yeah. Fantasyland— there is like centered around the carousel and all the different okay. Snow White, Mr. Toad, blah, 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 blah. Then you go to World and it's like, it feels like an apartment building. It's like a little narrow <laughs> alleyway different. with like four I, rides and that's that That area of Fantasyland, yes. I, it's I not as magical. It's almost like they kind of built it square and then they went, eh, let's open it up over here and put some Dumbos. But let me just tell you, I did Mr. Toad for the first time in many years recently. So good. It's my favorite. I do love it, but that line... I mean, I know people were so much smaller back when it opened, but that line is the most claustrophobic thing ever. Really? Why are wait? It's so narrow. Well, it's because it's such a small area. Oh, it's a small area, and it's it's supposed to be a quick little like nothing carnival ride. I know everybody wants to go on it because it's the only one where they have it. And if they put one in World, maybe they wouldn't have that problem. 
Okay, so uh, Sporty Spice fans have taken over the chat. Sporty Spice? You mean like they, Alabama they, football people? They demand their Mel C. Uh-oh. I mean, we, oh, we, can, the- we can ask her. I don't know if we can get her. Mel C? Mel C. Do you oh, know her? Oh, we're serious about Sporty Spice. They are They are. I thought serious. you meant people wanted to ask this Mel about They Alabama were asking, football. do you know her and can we get um, her on? I don't think I've met her. However, I do feel like I've walked past her recently. Maybe she was. I feel like we could get. I mean, we can certainly. I don't know any of the of the spices. Um, I feel like Logan would die. Like there would he would be as dead as dead. Posh and Beckham. He couldn't handle it. Let's just get them both in here. Very few things in this world the brain could not handle. The presence of a spice girl would do him in any one of them. I mean, if it was baby spice, baby? it would literally be over. He would explode. Like <laughs> there, there would be no existence. That's like, funny. Yeah, baby was his big thing, huh? Yes, um, but any spice girl, really, he's just not. He's I unalive. don't know them, but um, maybe we can find a connection to them through, like, I don't know, an insinker or a Backstreet Boy. I did see a lot of Backstreet Boys this weekend. AJ, Nick, Howie. They're so sweet. They're such sweet boys. I oh, love- somebody's saying Mel C is watching. Mel C, if you're watching, I see if you're I, watching, come on. Come on. We'll see you next week. Pop in them DMs, girl. Let's do it. Come on. We'll record be- at midnight, whatever <laughs> Europe time you need. We'll we'll do it. Um I, yeah, we will do it. We will do it. <laughs> um, the brain will make sure it happens. Oh, this is an interesting one. Um uh, do, do you often think about December 31st, 1999? I mean, not all. Who asked that? I want to know. Was it someone I was with that night? Um, No, but like if anyone talks about the millennial or the big New Year's or you hear the song by Prince, you know. Did you think that Y2K was going to be a thing? I was not that scared, but because there was such a thing, you had to wonder. You're like, is the world going to end tonight? Or... I was more worried about our banks going to shut down. It was all of money around the world. Because you're 10 years older than me. So I was. That was the end of middle school for me, getting ready to go into high school. And yeah, I don't remember. I don't know. I don't know enough about coding to understand the zeros and the ones of it all. So I know there was a whole thing about zeros and ones. Like the only things I understood was zeros and ones are how you code and zeros and ones when it when it reverts to zero, zero, you know, it's one zero one zero zero or zero one zero one zero zero you know is that gonna just delete computers around the world when you started saying zero 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 right my brain just went right I, so that's kind of the way i was back then but i was like okay i understand the zeros and ones thing okay i understand that's gonna maybe mess with some computers but we've also been giving a lot of warning about like we this is not surprising this is not coming up tomorrow like hey guess what's tomorrow you know yeah we've known about this so hopefully this has been protected or if it hasn't been you know to talk about it Two years in advance, maybe they'll fix it by then. So I was more worried about like, since money itself is not, we're not trading in gold bricks anymore. I feel like it was a little worrying about what's going to happen to all the imaginary money we have in bank accounts, stock markets. Right. You know, we didn't have Bitcoin and stuff like that back then to worry about. But, you know, that to me was like, well, let's see what happens. I don't think the world was going to explode or any Nostradamus thing was going to come into effect. So, you know... I it wasn't a worrisome like that. But anyway, I was in Miami. I was hosting a party with Perry Farrell of, um, uh, uh, you know, Jane's addiction. Uh, Jane's addiction thing. I was going to say Allison Chains, wrong one. Um, Jane's addiction. <laughs> and, uh, and so he and I, and Porno for Pyrus, and we were hosting a party together and my boyfriend was going with me, his brother. And then my family decided to jump. Oh, my sister, Trisha. And then my family decided all of a sudden my mom and stepdad, we had planned this thing two years in advance. My mom, stepdad, and little sisters decide, hey, we're going to come to the same hotel, go to the same party. I was like, you can't do that. But they did. And uh, we hung out on the beach, watched the sunrise on, like, the furthest east point of Miami. And, you know, we watched the sunrise on January 1st, 2000. And that's about what I remember about it. Okay. I wonder what they remember about it. Oh, here's here's a very weird one. If we revert to bartering, what would you barter with your neighbors? <laughs> Yo, I have been thinking, I am a doomsday prepper in my mind, not in real not life. Not in actual. I mean, I did after after 9-11, I did buy some gas masks and I always did have, I and in LA you kind of need a little bit of a, like, I still kind of keep like a closet, like in case there's a tornado or something, like a, like a survival pack. But, um, wait, what was the actual question? <laughs> <laughs> what would you barter with your neighbor? Oh, what would I barter with? So I've been thinking about this, like, I think I need to have chickens and bees because then I'd have my honey 
like something sweet and eggs. And plus, that's like also an antiseptic. And I have eggs, so I have protein, or I could hate, you know, raise chickens if I had a, a rooster too. And then I could like kind of trade the eggs with like so and so butchered a cow, or so and so drips candles, or you know, so and so is a really good well, seamstress bees, making you clothes. You make your own candles. Oh, that's true. You can use the wax from that to make a candle. I didn't. Okay, well, look at I'm learning. How to, I'll barter with, okay, all I need is bees then. Then I can make the candles and the honey and I can trade that with whoever <laughs> has the food or the the clothing or whatever I might need. There's a show, oh, something about revolution that um, was like kind of like that. Like yes. people had to kind of band together in little villages and stuff. And I, I did enjoy that. I could make clothing. Yeah, you could. So I'd probably need sheep or something like that so that I could like. You could shave them and then do a. Make there's Clothing a reality show. Let's do a reality show about like being Amish or something. I'm sure there's plenty of them, but you know, about like survival, but not oh, like survival. No, there's like a like celebrity survival. version of this. Have you heard about this? What? Can Cele- I be on it? You should be on it. I don't know how long you'd make it though. I don't know if nighttime game shows are part of the non-strike, so, but. So it's like, um, they take like celebrities or reality show celebrities and all the internet people and they drop them in the desert in another country. And it's like, all these like survival skills they have to like do these like crazy tasks and like wait that's i'm a celebrity get me out of here no this is what is the naked and afraid no oh brain it came out last year (laughs) naked and afraid looks the girl from the bachelorette oh there's one about being military hannah brown one oh okay because there's one a friend of mine did about um, being like military like having to go through like yes that's what it was it wasn't basic training though i can't remember what the name of it was okay um but they had to do all these different military exercises and like i don't think i'm in the shape for that anymore maybe in my 30s i had the energy and the stamina and the strength you could do it i'm strong but kate it was called special forces special forces yes that's right I think Dean, did Dean Kane do it? One of my friends I don't did it. Oh. Melissa in Amishville. <laughs> there you Somebody go. I wrote that. That's that's my new show. Okay, let's do one more. Somebody give me one really, really good one. Janine says she loves her pod. We love you. Maybe I'll just go live in Amish country for a little while. I wonder if they'll let me bring a camera with me. You know who really loves Amish country? Our friend Joel. Really? <laughs> do you not oh, remember yes. that from the summer? <laughs> we went camping this summer. We were near an Amish village and he wanted to go. He kept wanting to go every morning, didn't he? Yes. Because what he was it? Did. The food, baked goods. What okay, was it I've they got had? two good questions. Wait, why the pies he... and jams? Pies and jams. <laughs> good pies. Okay, so the writers' protest. Um, what's your experience? Not a protest. In... It's a yeah. It's a strike. But I'm anyway, just yes, I know. I know. I'm letting them know your experience and opinions. Would you like about to talk about that? And the, well, about there is an episode strike? we have about the strike. And uh, Jessica Chastain did a great... um, I saw that. Yeah, she did a great quick post about um, what the interim agreement means. There's an interim agreement right now. People can work under an interim agreement, like a SAG. I don't think the writers can, but SAG, they can have an interim agreement, which means that you're abiding by the rules we're trying to, kind of the laws and and the kind of statutes of what we're trying to accomplish with the negotiations and like, here's the thing for some people that might be confused about the strike. We didn't just decide to strike the no, contract expired. Ongoing. No, but the contract expired. Right. But- so when a contract expires and then you have the chance to negotiate, like once this contract goes into effect, it will probably be in effect for 15 years. Right. So with whatever happens with AI or whatever, right, there's like this, we're seeing the iceberg of the tip, the tip of the iceberg of what is AI and under the water is all this underlying stuff. We still have no idea what it is. So if we don't protect ourselves with what we can see, how are we going to protect ourselves with what we can't? So we're doing the best we can to kind of like protect for the next 15 years. And this is where streamers came in in the last 15 years. So our last negotiations had nothing whatsoever to do with streamers, had nothing whatsoever to do with like almost like video on demand type stuff. So all these countries have to be redrawn and they and there have been like little adjustments made throughout the 15 years, but nothing has been really redrawn. So now it needs to be redrawn. So now's the time when we go, we're not going to work until you agree to the things that we need. And it's not it's not like uh, ridiculous stuff, really. It is really important stuff to maintain livelihoods in this industry, an industry that has been overtaken by corporations as opposed to the actual industry like Film people used to do film. TV people used to do TV. Now it's like corporations coming in and trying to nickel and dime the whole thing, taking the creativity out of it, taking the freedoms out of it that allow you to be creative and open things up. And we've gone from making, we used to make TV movies in 20 days, minimum 20 days. Mm -hmm. It was four or five day weeks. You couldn't work over the weekend because there was a security thing to get some sleep, get some rest. Almost like, you know, God created the world and the seventh day he rested. You get a weekend. 
All of a sudden, they start doing things in 18 days, which is six-day weeks. Now we're working into Saturdays. So all we get is two Sundays off in those three weeks, but they've cut it back to 18 days. Then they cut it back to 16 days. I just did one in 15 days. So it's becoming unsafe. It's becoming not creative. It's becoming not fun. It's becoming cheap, 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 and really difficult to do. And so what we're trying to do is protect in the future for all these things, for the crew that has to work harder than even the actors do, and for the people that are leaving last and coming back first and you know, not getting any sleep, not getting proper nutrition, not getting proper time off, not even getting to go to the bathroom. So, you know, we're trying to protect a bit with all those things. So anyway, that's the strike. I like that. And then the interim agreement is people that will work under what we want versus what we have and will hold true to those contracts. And so Jessica Chastain explains it like working for the major leagues versus the minor leagues in baseball. Like right. If you're Derek Jeter and you go to the minor leagues, are people going to come to the minor leagues or are they going to stick with the major leagues because— it's the major leagues. No, they're right. going to go where Derek Jeter goes. So, right. you know, to try to say, like, if all the actors start working for smaller companies and yeah, production companies independents and, and like creatives, that. yeah, then, then it's you know, great. the audience will come along. And they will. I think, I think, I think that's so. very true. Um, so it says, Melissa, will you please do more live videos and Q&A on your YouTube <laughs> channel, please? We'll try. Yeah, we should. And then somebody asked about Tiny Book Club, and we'll have uh, another episode yeah. coming up soon. So I'll go ahead and give you the spiel on that. We are reading... Um, Pride zero days. Yeah, zero days. Pride and Prejudice. And um, that's the one you guys all love. Lenny, Lenny and Margo. A hundred years of Lenny and Margo. I just picked that one up and started reading it on oh my, my way gosh. to Florida. That yeah. one was beautiful. Yeah, you guys have all gone on and on and about it. I haven't um, read it yet. The hotel um Plus Hotel Plus Vendome, Vendome. Which is no Which was recommended to me by a little co star of the movie I have coming out later this year. And um she's actually gonna read it along with us too. She's okay, excited good. to read it again and like kind of Pipe in I'm, all I'm that. trying to get into. You're it. not loving it, it's, but I'm you not, don't like. It's a little bit horrorish, I, isn't it? I'm just. Uh, I have a hard time with some of the fact checking that somehow got through edit. Oh, oh, oh. Um. So it's not because it's super fiction, even though it's not supposed well, to be fiction. Well, it's not. It's not though. It's just some really. It's World War Two, right? Yeah. Is it scary World War Two? No, 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 no. Oh. It, I mean, it's just like a normal historical World War Two novel, uh, but just some of the things they got wrong, like wh- where Ernest Hemingway died. That's a quick Google. Oh yeah, yeah. Like. Yeah, so hopefully, so we'll we'll get we'll dive deeper into these there, four. Yeah. So if you guys want to read along, tiny book club read that. Episode. But read along, read, read those, those, any of those four or all four if you can, and we'll let you know when that's coming up. I have to say, I did zero days on, uh, on audiobook, and it was fourteen or fifteen hours, and I, I read did it on it in like three double days. time. But there's an unabridged. Well, I did the unabridged. If you do the abridged version, I think you'll get everything you need. I read the hardback. I don't know if it, which one. It I was. know. I wish I had done the abridged. When I finally got to the end of it, and I was like, "Gosh, was, couldn't there be a shorter version of this?" And I looked at it and said, "Unabridged." And I went, "Oh man!" <laughs> All right. Well, we have to wrap up because yeah. we've gone over an hour. Well, thanks to Skims for being our sponsor, yes. and thank you guys all for being here. This for was so fun. Watching along with us for your great questions. Think of more questions for next time, or you know what? Send them across on our Instagram page because honestly, we will sometimes turn to questions, especially mm-hmm. right now while we don't have a lot of. Um, guests we're turning to questions to you guys so yeah don't forget rate review tell your friends like subscribe. us subscribe right now if All you haven't the, already oh yeah, hit the little button subscribe just do it we'll wait we're watching okay good job and um <laughs> and we'll see you guys next time thank Bye. you for being here <laughs> <laughs>